0: If you're listening to this on the Leo B. Hall feed, feel free to subscribe to Heavy Eyes wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh- This is Heavy Eyes, a movie show about the film and sometimes TV I fall asleep on. I'm host, author, screenwriter, J.K.R. Pennysworth. Hopefully you listen to episode one because if you didn't, you'll be lost like the hit ABC channel program. We are in the midst of my three to four part series about the future of the Fast Family franchise, Triple F. I came up with the concept of this after I seen F9, but I'm recording this in September of 2021. I'm saying all of this because if new fast information starts coming out or they have similar ideas to mine for the next films, I came up with it first. first. Over these next episodes, I will be completely giving away ideas for free and mapping out the rest of the Fast and Furious franchise as well as going into spinoffs. I'm basically using this as a timestamp to be like, they took my idea because I know Vinny D be thinking like me. So now on to episode two, I'll be talking about what my version of Fast 11 or Fast 10 Part 2 would be. Never thought in a man's family. As you know, if you listen to Part 1 about Fast 10, Dom and the family went up against Cypher and Megatron and their Decepticons. The Autobots are imprisoned somewhere so they're unable to help. There was more space exploration which led to six of the family members becoming Power Rangers and gaining Megazords. In an epic final fight against the Decepticons, Dom sacrifices his life to defeat Megatron. He appears to be dead having had his limbs and part of his head blown off during the defeat of Megatron. Cypher escapes. Han and Giselle are off to Tokyo to get married. Oh, Giselle's back. Jacob is now working solo for Mr. Nobody, Mia is back home with Brian, Letty moved away with little Brian, Ramsey, Tej, and Roman start a business in London where after the credits they're recruited by the Men in Black. But the most important scene in F10 that's vital to what's about to happen is that after the signature Fast Family Corona picnic, it fades to black and comes back that Jacob Toretto gave Mr. Nobody permission to hire a crew to rebuild Dom, essentially making him a cyborg. The viewers first just see a man that we've never seen before working on Dom, but when walking out for a break, this man shapeshifts, and it's really Cypher, who either has gained abilities or technology has reached new heights. That brings us to the start of Fast 10 Part 2, or Fast 11, or what I've decided to name it. Dom, the 11th and final chapter of the Fast Saga. You never turn your back on family. As I did with the last one, and as they even kind of started doing in the actual films, this one starts where and on what it wants and bends the story to the needs of the current movie. That being said, the year is 2032. Cypher wiped out all the family to Dom's current knowledge. He's getting older, and even after a decade, he's still getting used to his cyborg body. Those are all the things that have to be thrown out there so that I don't have to properly explain where the family is and what happened between this one and what we saw in 10 Fast 10 Furious. Dom is living in a shack in an undisclosed area with his father who we all seen die in F9. He discovered at some point that he wasn't actually dead and he's now being portrayed by Sylvester Stallone. By the way, this movie has more of a gritty Western look rather than the previous iterations of Fast. There's always room for family. Dom, who is still a cyborg, and his father Jack, still alive and now played by Sylvester Stallone, as I mentioned, are in the shack mumbling things to each other. The Toretto language. Just to add a little more context to what the world is looking like, it's kind of dystopian. Anyway, the Toretto men hear a knock at the door. It's baby Brian Toretto at the door, all grown up. Dom can't believe his eye, remember he's a cyborg, the other eye is more of a scanner and he sees in red, his vision is basically like old cardboard 3D glasses. Dom says, I haven't seen you in years, which is a shame to say to your son. Baby Brian Toretto says, I thought you were dead. Dom says, no, I'm dad. Jack Toretto, still alive and now played by Sylvester Stallone, walks around the corner and says we all did." Baby Brian Toretto says, I thought you were dead too, grandpa, which he died long before baby Brian was even born, so for him to recognize him is crazy. In order to get this story moving, Baby Brian lets him know that Letty's dead, he calls his stepmom Letty, and Cypher is still alive creating different species of metahumans in a lab and is after him and the only true safety him and his last remaining family members could have is driving across country in this undisclosed area and escaping to Oasis. Dom says that Cypher turned him into a cyborg monster and I escaped her and moved on. If she's after someone it should be him. Baby Brian lets him know that at some point during their family adventure outings, saving the world, that a MacGuffin was placed inside of him for means to keep away from Cypher as they know she could take over the world if she had it. They knew that Letty and Dom would always protect him and there would be no way she found out about it, let alone got her hands on it. Baby Brian says there's a scientist in Oasis who can remove it. And because we are lacking action scenes, we don't have time to explain what this MacGuffin does. Abruptly, a flock of bats burst through the window of the Toretto Shack. The bats transform to humans with the leader being none other than Cypher, still played by Charlize Theron. Dom tells his father to get baby Brian to the car. They run out, Cypher's henchmen try to chase after him and Dom laser beams them to ashes with his eyes. He turns to Cypher ready to end things but not before she gets her speech off She says good to see all the work I did to bring you back to life is still coming in handy We were supposed to be a team Dom We were supposed to be family Dom yells we were never family You know he don't play about that word Cypher continues with her speech, stating that he needs to just hand the boy over, and she'll let him and Jack go, or she'll deactivate Dom's powers and kill them or something, I don't know. The car whips around and Dom, Baby, Brian, and Jack, still alive and now played by Sylvester Stallone, escapes. Salute me, familia. Now it's time for a big action piece, with Dom, Baby, Brian, and Jack in a car escaping and Cypher and crew in a literal Batmobile, because they're bats, chasing after. Dom connects his hand to the engineering of the car to boost the vehicle with Nos when he notices his powers are weakening, likely due to encountering Cypher or being with his boy who has the MacGuffin in him that I haven't explained. The fellas get away safe and are at another undisclosed location but are a little closer to Oasis but needed to take a break from the road. Baby Brian pulls out what appears to be a floppy disk. He says, this will explain everything you need to know. Dom grabs it and inserts it into the slot for floppy disk within his abdomen. A beam comes from his cyborg guy, displaying Little Nobody, still played by Scott Eastwood, which I think this would only be his second appearance in the franchise. Little Nobody explains everything we need to know that transpired from the last movie to this one. What happened over the time jump, what's the MacGuffin for, and what does it do, what Cypher is after, and hints at another big bad behind the scenes. And as soon as the video ends, someone busts right through the front door. Dom loads up a blast from his hand cannon and says, who are you? In walks Jason Momoa in black pants, white shirt and vest, and a black cloak. He says, I'm Vlad, and I heard you've been giving Queen Cipher a hard time. I guess she's a queen all of a sudden, or at least in his eyes. Dom sends a blast his way, but Vlad transforms into a bat and dodges the blast. He comes right at Dom, turns back to his human body and Dom and him are having hand-to-hand combat. It takes Dom a little longer to load up an attack these days. Jack and baby Brian are trying to flee the scene. Let's say baby Brian is like 12 to 13 because if he's too grown up he could help fight and that's probably closer to what he would be at this point, maybe a little older. Vlad says not so fast and opens his mouth wide where a bunch of tiny bats come out and are hunting down baby Brian and Jack. Jack's old so the bats are catching up and completely cover his body. Dom screams no and gathers enough angry power to send a burst wave that knocks Vlad off of him and the negative sonars or something makes the tiny bats go away. Vlad flies off. Dom and baby Brian rush over to Jack and see that Jack has basically been eaten alive and is on his last breath. Dom is extremely sad in his Dom way. They mourn. Dom asks Baby Brian if he knew who that was, and Baby Brian explains that that was Count Vladimir Dracula, and that he was Cypher's newest boyfriend. I don't have friends. I got family. They realize that Dom is losing powers and that the only way they can make it to Oasis and get the MacGuffin removed from Baby Brian is if they find someone who can power Dom up to be able to fight in these encounters and kill Dracula and kill Cypher once and for all. That's when Baby Brian says, much like his father, that he knows a guy. They have a funeral or ceremony for Jack Toretto and then continue their journey to go to Brian's guy. They pull up to the facility. Walk in, and it's none other than Elle, who was that girl that Han was with in F9 when Letty and Mia found him in Tokyo. Dom says, I thought you said a guy, and then she runs up and they hug as if in F9 they had a close relationship. That's kind of how the Fast family works. You feel like Dom and Roman had been friends for a long time and then you realize they didn't meet until like the 5th movie. They explain the situation and she tells them that there's no one in Oasis that can remove the MacGuffin and that it's simply just a place for the MacGuffin to be destroyed. She lets them know that she can remove the MacGuffin from Baby Brian and the only way to enhance Dom's powers is to place the MacGuffin in him. But that means there has to be an automatic detonation when he reaches a certain amount of blast and his body reaches a certain level. Baby Brian doesn't want him to do it but he insists. L gives them a tool to remove the MacGuffin to destroy it once they reach Oasis. They thank L and continue on their journey. What's real? His family. Your family. Baby Brian and Dom finally reach the border to Oasis, where the whole area is blocked by Cypher, Count Dracula, an army of henchmen wielding magnet weapons, and bats circling the sky. Dom gives Baby Brian a nearly inaudible speech and they get out the car. Dom with the fully loaded hand cannon and Baby Brian with a crowbar. We see someone zip lining down the trees, he lands, and it's John Cena returning as Jacob Toretto looking somewhat like Cable from X-Men. He says, Mr. Nobody gave me the day off and I wouldn't let you do this alone. He has some sort of sweet futuristic military tech weapons. Both sides start charging at each other. Baby Brian's fighting skills are similar to Robin of the Teen Titans, and he's taking out these bad guys. Jacob Toretto is also taking out a bunch of bad guys with a skill set similar to Deadshot, but also like Shannon Tatum and Marlon Wayans from the first G.I. Joe movie. Cypher is a top of something since she's the main bad guy, but she's throwing a temper tantrum like Rita Raposa. Dom is blasting away some of the bad guys, but Count Dracula is on him with the same abilities from before but he can also do like a magnet blast that he learned from Cypher it comes out his mouth like a zubat attack or sonar they are really battling it out Dom sends a blast that shoots Dracula back some feet and Cypher begins raining down cars and Dom is blasting and dodging them away but he feels himself overheating and getting weaker because of what they discussed with L also I've never mentioned any directors I wanted to do these movies I'm giving Justin Lin first dibs but he have to change his style drastically for this one. Back to the action. Baby Brian sees that his father is getting weaker and through battle explains everything to his Uncle Jacob and tells them they need to remove the MacGuffin. Baby Brian grabs the tool to remove it and they are rushing to Dom. Dom at this point is swarmed by magnet bats and the cars are still crashing down on him. They know that if Cypher gets this MacGuffin she'd be able to destroy everything instantly. Dracula is over top of the now weakened Dom with a magnet tool that's extracting the MacGuffin from him. Dom says the time is now, I must end this. Dom tells Jacob to grab baby Brian and stand back, they stand behind a nice car from whatever year this movie comes out as a quick product placement. Dom begins powering up like he's going Super Saiyan. He then implodes and in slow motion we see his body begin to explode apart, the MacGuffin in him explode, Dracula melt, all the bats and henchmen that remained burned and it blows the trees away where they're at and a huge hole in the ground. The blast reached just to Cypher's feet but doesn't kill her. Baby Brian screams no and begins to rush towards Cypher like Naruto. He gets momentum and launches a crowbar at her and it impels her. She falls to her knees. Jacob stomps the ground and her now lifeless body falls off the edge of the cliff and into the rushing river below. Baby Brian is now over the remaining pieces of Dom's body crying. Jacob comes over to console him and lets him know that his father was a hero. Then you already know it starts playing. We then see a montage of the best Dom Toretto moments from each Fast film. As it fades from the montage, we see a funeral with cameos from people in the Fast franchise that might still be alive. The slowed down version of See You Again plays with Vin Diesel singing. The funeral finishes. Mr. Nobody walks up to Baby Brian and says, There may be a future for you in this business. He says, I don't think Dracula was the last monster out there. Baby Brian says, I'll pass, and begins to walk away. Jacob says, I guess I quit too, due to me being the legal guardian to Baby Brian as his parents are both deceased. Jacob walks alongside Baby Brian in the credits row and it shows a shadow of them still walking like the credits of Dragon Ball Z slash the scene in Lion King when Simba is singing with Timon and Pumbaa and he grows up. You don't turn your back on family. The credits end for now, and it goes back widescreen, and it's Jacob and a slightly older baby Brian. Jacob asks baby Brian what school he wants to enroll in, and baby Brian says, wizard school. And back to the credits. What's the best thing in your life? Family. No, it's not. And like that, that's the end of Dom, the 11th and final chapter of the Fast Saga. And the end of the Fast Saga in general, but not the end of my Fast and Furious miniseries. I may take a break and do some other stuff before the next two parts. I haven't decided yet. As hinted in part one, Roman, Tej, and Ramsey joined the Men in Black. So that takes place between the last film and this one. And then we heard a mention from Mr. Nobody that there are more monsters besides Dracula. As well as that baby Brian wants to join wizard school. What does that mean? And with Dom, the eleventh and final chapter of the Fast Saga, that completes what I would do with the final two Fast films. I'll be back with two more. Listen next week to see if that's what I do, or if I do something completely different. For more cool shows, go to grayburnmedia.com if that's up, and listen to things like the Pennysworth podcast. Improve your life if that's out. Goodbye. You never turn your back on family.